Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuck, Adelics? What the fuck, Aleppo guy? How are you? It's Mark Marin. This is WTF. Thank you for tuning in. I would like uh, to express a sincere degree of concern and well wishes towards all of my fans and listeners on the East Coast. I hope you survived, Sandy. I hope that the damage and distress was not uh, so horrible. I, I, I don't want to trivialize it at all. I, I definitely... Um, empathize for what you're going through i've seen pictures it looks horrible uh and I, and I just hope that you're getting through it okay it just looks awful and, and and it's scary and i know a lot of people are still without power and very compromised and my heart goes out to you and i and i hope uh i hope everything is at least turning around or as well as it uh as it could be uh, in in the midst of all that that being said i um i didn't have a good halloween there i don't know what's happening I don't know what's happening to my cats. The other day, the day before Halloween, Jessica found a tooth, a tooth on a chair where monkey sits. It looked like an old tooth, almost like a fossilized uh, front tooth of a cat or another animal. It had a chunk of bone connected to it. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? I, of course, thought it was a sign, an indicator, some some spirit warning or some uh, talisman brought in by LaFonda to indicate that Boomer was no longer with us, that I should get closure and, and, and grieve him finally. But then it just didn't wasn't adding up. I just, where do you just find a tooth with a chunk of bone hooked to it? And, uh, and I was like, could that be monkey's tooth? And then like a day or two after we found it, yesterday, Halloween actually, I uh, finally get monkey to sit still for two minutes and I look in his mouth, there's a big hole. This tooth just fell out of his head. And I don't know, maybe he had an infection. I, I did some reading. Perhaps that piece of bone is actually a root. I guess cat's teeth fall out, but he seems fine-ish. I guess I got to take him back to the vet. I'm thinking maybe this is what was making him sick before. Perhaps he had an infection. He's not throwing up now, but a tooth fell out of his head. I'm not going to freak out about it. He seems okay. I don't understand why it looked like a piece of his skull was connected to it. I don't know, but it was a scary Halloween because of that. Pow! Look out! Just shit my pants, justcoffee.coop. Get that at justcoffee.coop or get it at uh, wtfpod.com. Hadn't done that in a while. Paulie Shore is on the show today. The scion of comedy. I just wanted to use that word. I think I'm using it properly. I knew Paulie when he first started out because I was a doorman at the comedy store and he was just this weird, annoying son of the owner who walked around in a getup sort of pseudo surfer get up this is pre uh pre his hook we'll talk to him a bit about that see where we go see where that goes halloween no good no good my tooth fell out of my cat's head one of them's gone one of them's falling apart the only one that's doing well it seems is that horrendous stray cat who's getting fat out there Fucking tooth fell it, right there on the chair. Just a tooth. I, I guess things fall out. Things break down. 
once again for the tenth year in a row, however long I've lived here, for the eighth year in a row, not one fucking trick or treater. And I'll tell you what, kids, you can go fuck yourselves because I'm sitting now. I'm I'm left holding the bag of candy. I went out the last minute. Just always, I want to be prepared. So I bought a big old bag of candy that had some Whoppers in it, which I don't love. Had Kit Kats, which are good. Milk Duds, okay. It was just the last thing they had at the drugstore. I got it on the way home, just in case. This year was not like every other year. I kept my pants on until around nine. I wasn't wandering around in my boxers. Didn't want to scare the kids like that. Nothing. No kids. So needless to say, I've eaten my share of Milk Duds and Whoppers today. And all I can say is, fuck you, Candy. Fuck you. Now what do I do? Halloween's never been my holiday. Don't have any great memories of Halloween. I remember many years ago, I, I made some bad choices for Halloween. So I think some racist choices, actually. When I was in high school, I uh, and I'll admit to this. I, I don't think it, I, I don't think I meant anything bad by it, but maybe I did. Maybe I shouldn't even be talking about it. But I remember one time, me and my buddy Dave, uh, in, in for Halloween, dressed up as um mexicans but i didn't mean it in a bad way i didn't mean you know it wasn't like we were wearing sombreros or anything it just i just modeled it after the dudes that were hanging around school just like you know short leather jackets and bell bottoms um and i it was it was pretty impeccable i did it i'm not i don't I, but i don't know what i was thinking i don't think i meant it in a derogatory way because i sort of was basically based on this guy vince baca I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. I thought I did a great job with it, but in retrospect, it was uh, probably um, distasteful. And uh, certainly uh, through the lens of what we live in now, it was wrong. Because I remember there was a Halloween party at my friend Dave's house and uh, you know his parents were having it and we were in costume. We came in and we were like, hey, and the, there was some Latino people there and they're like, what are you dressed up as? And we're like, we're uh, Chicano guys. But general, I don't feel like there's anything really derogatory about it, and they they didn't look happy. I, I I've it was a mistake, and I apologize to Latinos everywhere for that mistake I made as a sophomore in high school. But we did go to a party, and and we we passed. By the way, some people didn't realize it was us. Um, but wrong, obviously in retrospect, horribly wrong. Did a lot of damage, I'm sure. But uh, well, there was the one Halloween I remember. My roommate Lance and myself, uh, Lance Mayon, who is now a chef, he's a executive chef. And I remember we didn't really have a plan. There was always that. There was the plan. You know, it's it's Halloween day, and it's like, what are we going to wear? What are we going to dress as? We need to go to this party. We need to at least look like we put some effort into transforming ourselves into something that would reveal some deeper damage, I've always felt. Something, you got to do something. And I remember we had a bag of mushrooms and there was a party we needed to go to. It was a costume party and we were sort of in a scramble. Uh, I believe we had taken the mushrooms and then we decided maybe we should wear costumes of some kind. We ended up just throwing together, I think we cut our sleeves off of a couple button-up shirts, we wore jeans and some boots, and I, I think we we went as, I think it was a general rockabilly con, a costume. But in retrospect, I think we probably just looked like a 
fairly up-to-date gay couple at that time. But we were tripping balls, and we go to this party, and people were like, what are you? And we're like, we're, we're rockabilly, I guess, is what we are. We got boring. We were tripping. People were in costumes, and we started to wander. And we ended up somehow in the basement of the apartment building, and they were doing some construction down there because there was a lot of, of uh, ducts, you know, like... There, it looked like the the stuff, the the piping that they use for vents, you know, the large round duct pipes, and then there were a couple of the bends, the elbow joints of large duct pipes. I don't know what you call that, ventilator piping or whatever. And I remember we put these on our head, so we had these corners of this duct on our head, so it looked like we were wearing spacemen outfit, and we were hysterical, laughing, tripping with elbow ducks on our head, just running around the basement by ourselves, laughing our asses off on mushrooms. Couldn't have been funnier. I have no recollection of it, but I know there was that. A lot of laughing, like to the point where you're you you, you know you're keeled over with laughter, wearing these ducked elbows on our head. And we had no idea someone had pulled the fire alarm. I don't know how we couldn't have heard it. But all I know is we were laughing and running around in our in our helmets our space helmets and real firemen came down and um and they were shocked uh we looked at them and they looked at us and they were there to uh service a fire alarm we were there to trip balls and laugh and there was that moment where like we knew like these these are real firemen and uh we have these 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 pipes on our head and they looked at us and we laughed, but there was that moment where like, you know, how do you declare yourself? We're, we're tripping rockabilly spacemen that look kind of gay. And you guys are real firemen. We should just go out now. And I remember that weird defeated yet tripped out moment, you know, where you get busted, but you're not in trouble, but you feel embarrassed, but you're tripping. And like within seconds, the embarrassment is just just completely, completely consumed by laughter. That is the beauty of being high. When embarrassment is consumed by laughter. Jesus, that's also, God, that's the, the entire reason I do comedy. I think we've landed upon something. Happy Halloween. Or two days after, whatever. Fuck candy. Throw it away before you hurt yourself. Or, or enjoy it if you're capable of that. Please, at any turn, if you can, let laughter consume your embarrassment. Let's talk to Polly Shore. Polly Shore is in the garage. This is a, a monumental event. So, all right. So, when I first met you, I was a doorman at the store, and in my mind, well, how how old? Are, let's you're forty four. Forty eight. Oh, okay, forty. So that would have been nineteen eighty seven, and in my mind, you had just started doing comedy, kind of, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember the. I remember, you know, first of all, you know, like, you know, for for me to see you and and just because obviously, I I mean, you came in the like I've been there my whole life. 
Right. Okay, but, 72. But I'm just saying from, that's why I said the last time I saw you at the store, I was really happy for you. Yeah. I mean, generally, because I'm really, I know how long you've been doing this and you have this show and I just, I don't know. It's just like cool for me to, to know that this is happening for you. So I don't know that what's going to happen with this show, but just the fact that people are talking about that it. That I'm not Mark Goldstein? Yeah. No, no. Because when you, when you first came around, it was like- you came at a time when I was like probably eighteen or seventeen. You were still doing that. It was pre Weasel. Yeah, you were still doing like Surfer Guy, right? Yeah, the yeah. hat, wearing the hat and the shorts and gnarly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was way. Yeah, it was way. You had it not, was just trying to figure the whole right. thing out. And I remember but you were you. Were, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> no, but I, I remember you just because you were so you were so into drugs. <laughs> I mean, you were you were really, but you didn't know. Like I thought you were. I thought you were. I don't know. I just thought you were just some some nar like some kid. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. I didn't know what was going on. With I was you. some kid, but I mean, it was, was cool. twenty one years old, and yeah, I th and yeah. I thought that I was like, you know, I just gotten out of college, and I thought I had a handle on how much drugs I could do. Yeah, and then I met all those motherfuckers. But I remember one time, like when all the shit was hitting the fan. And Bill Kennison was trying to, he walked up to me and said, you're trying to take my brother with you? Like, I was oh, a right, fucking problem. Right. And then you came up to me was, and you're like, what are you no, doing it was up there? it was Magic. Hey, brother. Yeah, Magic. Hey, brother. The drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I just remember seeing, you know what I mean? You're, you're you know, around, I guess around my age, but you were- you How know, old are you? I'm 44. So, so I was only yeah, like that, four years yeah, older yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was cool. It was just like- but, yeah, I, we are, but we were also obsessed with Sam, let's be honest. But you weren't initially. Of, I mean, Well, yeah, I was because when I first when I first saw him was probably way before you saw him because I was at the, it was the comedy store in Westwood. You were a kid, yeah. No, but it was Westwood. But were you doing comedy yet? No, I was a short order cook at the comedy store in Westwood. So you're working for your mom at the comedy yeah, store in Westwood. Was, yeah, because uh, I was just, I was, I was a good cook and I wanted to cook and I wanted to make some money. Are you so a good cook? I'm a very good cook, yeah. You just have a knack for it? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're working at Westwood, yeah, and that's where I first saw him. Is when he came out with you know with, with uh, you know Carl, and mm -hmm. then Mitchell Walters was there, and Joey Gaynor, and all those guys were were at did, the comedy store. Didn't Westwood. Sam? Didn't Sam manage that place? Um, he managed to fuck it up. No, <laughs> did, wait, he, uh, no, this, did I he save your mom's life? Did he save my mom's life? Like I heard that like Argus was choking your mom. Oh yeah, there was probably some of those stories. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know those? You were a kid? You're going to take the uh, I was a kid defense on that one? You know, Alan, St <laughs> Alan Stevens was the only guy. I remember doing um, like La Jolla with the guy. Yeah. He was the only guy that would do like a huge line of coke and then go, okay, now I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like literally, like he could just, it was normal. But he was the guy also that had the coke that he did and the coke that he turned people oh, that's on to. Oh, hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had two coke. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so that's when, I, that's when I first, you know, saw Sam and I was a short order cook there. And um and I used to feed them and yeah. that's you know that I always had extra food. I mean, yeah. when you finish. I had wasn't he sleeping at the club? Yeah, I would let him sleep on the stage. <laughs> I would I would literally like, you know, leave the door open for him, yeah. and he would just sleep on the stage. But yeah, that's he liked where sleeping I first on the floor. Him. And then, but I remember the first time I saw you is when he started going more to the store on Sunset because the Westwood, as you know, was, was kind of like. By the time I got there, oh, it, the Westwood it, it store was, was closed. Wow, yeah. interesting. So he was doing the Monday night thing at uh, right, you at know, the at store, Sunset. yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, I was hanging around. Then I remember yeah. you showed up, and you were like, "Well, that's Mitzi's son." And I'm like, "Oh, he's doing a surfer thing." And then I was up in the office once. And I, here's what I remember about Who's you. The office? 
My it mom. was George. Who was the little, the little guy that used to book? Remember the little dude? Mm. He was almost a. He was almost like a little person. Was his name George or like he was some I weird? Know, little, there's been so many, so many bookers, so many right? Many. But it was in his office, and there, your your headshot was up there, and it was one of those composite shots. It was oh, like yeah, yeah. five different versions. Oh of yeah, you yeah, 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 with the little short order cook hat yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was. I was so excited to get in the entertainment business. <laughs> it's like I was literally the composite I was shot. So, but I was so excited. I mean, it was like. When I first, I mean, I had a purple Jeep and I had my headshots and I was handing them out to people. Yeah, I remember. I was the, just I remember excited. The Jeep. Yeah, but I mean, how does it all start? So I mean, what? Excited. Where do you, do you like? Okay, so I mean, from what you know, you still get along with your dad, right? Yeah, and you, and so. how's your mom doing? She's all right, dude. It's I mean, I everyone everyone you know has different opinions about how she's doing. Some people, are like, oh, I saw her; she looks great. It's like, no, I, I I don't think she's great. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, she's had Parkinson's for a long time, and and it's just you know it's one of those diseases that just slowly just deteriorates you. And for me, I I hate seeing her that way because I see I always saw her kind of has a, everyone else saw her, which is just you know rocking and rolling, right? And it's yeah, it's terrible. Do you, how often do you go up there? Almost every day. Oh, really? I mean, I almost stop by every day just to just to check on her. Yeah. Does she is she cognizant? Pretty much, but kind of like like she, if she, if I said, "Mom, this is Mark," you know, uh, you know, he was at the store. She'd probably say, "Oh, hey," right. But then if you said, "Yo, who's the president?" She'd be purple. <laughs> like, mom, it's not purple. But then she said that a long time ago too. So I don't know. Yeah. It, you know, I I don't know. But I mean, what? I think that I think that inside she's okay, but it's hard for her to. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if you know yourself. anyone that has had this before, but it's it's fucking it's so bad, dude. It's so because you can see like in her mind she wants to say something, but her mouth just doesn't uh, doesn't come out. It, with it. it's, it's so bad. And someone's up there taking care of her. Yeah, she's got she's got um no no we just leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Wallow Get me weight. off the floor, you piece of shit. <laughs> Um, You'll be okay, mom. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be all right. Throw some food on the floor. Right, right, exactly. Oh God, I know but, it's fucked up. Um, well, I'm I'm sorry to hear yeah. that, and because I always wonder, you know, because Tommy's making the schedule over there, and, and uh, yeah. like I I made this joke. I said. Uh, uh, I said that you know Mitzi's not even talking anymore. He doesn't even go up there, yeah, because he like he's always saying like, oh no, she wants you to go on number nine. And I'm right. like, she doesn't. No, right. she doesn't. It's like the it's like do you even talk to her? She, you know, but Tommy, uh, you know, uh, Tommy's been amazing just as far as dealing with her and, and the whole. Well, he seems to really get yeah. the whole mythology yeah. of the story. Yeah. He wants to honor the history of the place. Yeah, he's um he's uh. uh I don't know. He he. You know, because I'd been there with him probably when he said that to her about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. so he's not. He's really genuine, and he's really trying to keep her involved oh, no, I was as just much. A, as much a joke. No, no, mm-hmm. I know, but just keep her involved as much as she as as much as uh, she, she can. can't can be. You know, and be what's what's your earliest memories of the of the store? How do you remember like your folks? You know, breaking up and the fight and all that shit. Yeah, I remember. Well, it's it's the forty year anniversary this year, right. so it's been forty years. I'm forty four, so I've been there since I was four. Right. Um. So hanging it around, it looks the same, dude. I know. It's fucking the same. You don't have to tell me it's about just, it. You know. <laughs> so uh, to me, it's like the same. It's just the same fucking place. No matter how many people have come in, they're trying to change it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just the same. It's I, like an old mitt, you know. Well, yeah. Well, I have this this weird vision that like you know someone comes in and tries to take down the pictures, and they go back the next day, and they're all back up again. Right. And like what? What? what like yeah. one of those pictures back there? They're pictures of people that yeah. I don't even know. Do you know everybody? Yeah. No, I just remember. You know, I just you know it's my home you know yeah. what i mean it's just like you know i was born on the strip and and that's kind of like all i know you know you were born on the strip yeah on the sunset strip where at the hospital 
Mm, on just Hollywood. on the street in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, at a Hollywood hospital. hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. And when now your dad, my is, dad's awesome, dude. Like eighty five, like still fucking. Doing but he it was like, a, I mean, like he was a, a a comic when your mom met him, right? Yeah, my my dad. The way the because it's funny because so there were so many different stories about how they met and da da da, and I wanted to get the real story. Because yeah. like, and especially before my parents passed, yeah. And I knew I couldn't get it from my mom because she's not that doing that well, right? You know what I mean? So I asked my mom. I go, I mean, I asked my dad. I go, how the fuck did you guys really meet for real? It's like, and basically, he was working Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, in the fifties. Um, and my dad was 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 uh, you know doing a stand up, and he was he was at there for the whole summer, doing he a was, dinner theater. Or yeah, something? just the whole summer. It was like. He was the com like if you were doing a cruise, he was like, the comic for the for city, the summer, for the summer, <laughs> for, for all, for all, of for the whole summer, for Sammy the whole Short, summer. Sammy Shore yeah. playing Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 for the whole summer. <laughs> all right, right. And my mom was the assistant to the owner of the place. Uh huh. You know, the person in charge, the president of the of the of the camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my my dad would have my mom type up his material because she typed. She was like a, the secretary. Right. And that's pretty much how it happened. And yeah. then, and he would just type her material, and then he obviously had sex with her. Yeah. And they started dating that summer. Right. And then he took off, and then got pregnant. With, she got was, pregnant. She got pregnant. With Scott. Yeah, with Scott, my oldest brother Scott. So. So that happened before they got married. Yes. Okay. Way before. Yeah. He yeah. was just. He was there for the whole summer. Right. And they were dating. Right. <clears throat> and he was. She was the secretary to the she, owner. So in in that. In that's, that's crazy, right? How, that's funny, right? Yeah, it is. What's the age difference between who? Your mom and dad. Oh, uh, like four years. Oh, so they're like, you know, they're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of a sweet story in a way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then he went on to like, at that time, did, was so, it? So my dad was, yeah, he was out on the road and he was just touring and then she she called him up and she said, Sammy, I'm pregnant. So did he, he opened for uh, Sinatra? Yeah, he opened for everyone. Elvis? Everyone. He was a Vegas guy. Well, he, no, first he just worked the road. Yeah. You know, all the places, like every time I play these shit towns, you know, yeah. all over America, which yeah. I personally fucking love. Yeah. I love the Toledos. I love the Ohio. I love all that. Yeah. It's like my favorite. Yeah. Every time I call him, he's like, I fucking played that place in 19, did it? I played King Wallow Supper Club and da da da. <laughs> so he played all these fucking towns. I, I, I so should interview played, him. He played, yeah, he played all these towns, you know, back in the day, back in like the 50s and 60s. What's his opening joke? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know any of your dad's jokes? Yeah, I probably. I know his stuff like I know Argus's stuff. It's the same thing, you know what I mean? One-liners? One-liners. All right, so, okay, so now you're in Hollywood. You're like this Hollywood kid, and you're going to the store. I mean, what are your earliest memories of, of watching comedy over there? I mean, if you're like- Well, I remember like Red Fox, you know? I remember, really? Yeah, I remember Red Fox. I remember Pat McCormick. Oh, I yeah. remember, yeah, I remember uh, Natural Gas. Oh, my God. Remember Natural Gas? Wasn't that Gary Muldeer thing or no? No, it was Vic Dunlop. Oh, really? Yeah, He Vic just Dunlop. passed away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, but Dave Tyree was yeah. in Natural Gas. Yeah. He was the best. How great was Dave Tyree? I haven't seen him in a I long mean, time. I mean, fucking awesome, Is he dude. still around? He's... I don't know. I haven't seen him. But, dude, he used to get on stage in Westwood and literally be fucking wasted. <laughs> yeah. And he would get on stage in Westwood and basically start talking shit to the crowd and then literally walk off the stage and fall. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he would eat shit off the stage and just eat. 
So he was there. So that was some other members. Obviously, Lenny Schultz. Yeah, was was one of my biggest inspirations. I mean, I love Lenny. I mean, I used to fucking run to see Lenny Schultz. I mean, do you know what he used to do? Right? He was like a crazy ventriloquist. Or no, something? dude. He was who who I think Gallagher stole his act from. But he was a prop. His son was around for a while, right? I didn't know his son. His son. no, his Lenny Schultz was a PE no, yeah. coach. Right. He was. But he's a, crazy. Good right? looking guy. Good looking. Back in the day, he wears speedos. He'd come on stage. Yeah. In the main room, yeah, and he used to say, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people would have, uh, you know, when 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 they go on when they have diets, yeah, they eat the food where they don't want to eat. It goes in the Lenny Schultz diet. I'd put the food on the parts of my body where I want to lose weight. So yeah. he literally, he would turn the, the the orchestra music on. He had all these fucking pigs and cottage cheese and all this shit. And he would literally take all his clothes off. This is in the main room. Yeah. Like fucking straight away, dude. And <laughs> dressed to his Speedos. And he would throw cottage cheese in his balls and pour a fucking egg on his head yeah. and milk and, and then cereal. And like insane. People are like screaming. And I had to fucking clean him off. <laughs> Because he would meet me out to the back by, you know, where we hang out by the, yeah. by the the stairs down there, and I'd have a hose, and I would just hose the guy off. And that was like my one of my things I did. But I loved it. I was so obsessed. How old were you? I was probably like I don't know, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, something like that. And but you, I was so into it. He was so funny, dude. And you remember like Pat McCormick because you were the kid. Yeah. So they'd all take care of you like you were the kid. Well, I wouldn't say they take care of me. I but mean, you no, were, they you were, but you were the kid hanging around. Yeah, I was there. You no, know what one, I mean? no one treated you like an asshole. No, no, it was cool. It's just like I was there, but it was, um, yeah. Those, so those are my some of my earlier times. What about I, prior? Well, yeah, of course. That was fucking weird when he'd Wait, come in. But early on, before, yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah, he yeah. got sick. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like when when did in he? In the seventies. Yeah, I used to see him. Yeah. Why was it weird? Because he was like Jesus. <laughs> it was like fucking insane. It was like. <laughs> holy shit it was yeah. literally parting the sea yeah and everyone's hairs would stand up and when he would get introduced on stage and i've never seen this to this day in the or in the main room in the or yeah when he would get introduced on stage and i still never seen this today they go ladies and gentlemen richard pratt people like almost thought like the fucking messiah showed up everyone stood up yeah everyone fucking stood up like no shit yeah like people couldn't believe it and they were like Every little thing that came out of his mouth was funny in some type of way. Yeah, it was weird, and he had this, 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 um, this. Uh, what was it? This just this overwhelming like heart on stage, and you just I don't know, dude. It was insane. It was crazy. really yeah. It, it was so awesome. I, that's fucking wild. It was so wild. Like and plus, priors here, priors here. Move, move, move. Yeah, you know, everyone would get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always really sweet. He would shake every person's hand. Wow. But, you know, like when you get out of your car, every single take his time. He would go sit on the bottom of the belly room steps. Uh huh. Oh you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? the right the there. Hallway? He'd have a yeah. cigarette right there. He would get his little cognac right there. My mom would usually sit with him right there, and they would just chill. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And then you know when it was time for him to go on, he would just kind of walk over. He was always very slow and very mellow. I, I only saw him there once when I was there, <laughs> and it was right before he got sick, and probably after he had the accident. Mm. and uh, i just watched him walk down that hallway smoking that cigarette yeah. and it was like you could feel the fucking power of it it was yeah it was um it was yeah he was but he was i guess uh, i should explain to people who are listening that the the comedy stores has there's three rooms there's the original room which is a small black box uh sort of room there's the main room which is like a vegas showroom and then upstairs there's the belly room <laughs> which is where i started working and we had to drag people up who were leaving the main room mm -hmm. to do the belly room. But that was originally put there for women. 
Yeah, it was the it was it was my mom created it for for women in comedy. That's where Sandra Bernhardt and Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg got discovered by Steven Spielberg in that particular room. in the bell. It's, in it's the like, what does it seat like sixty? If if yeah, a little tiny place. Yeah, it's a great it's a great room. Lois um, Bromfield. Yeah, who are so, some of the other women of comedy? Nancy Redmond. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, she was unbelievable. Holy shit. I used to live what with about, her. Oh, I really? used to where, live with Crest her. Hill, where? At Crest Hill. Oh, she yeah, lived yeah. in the room adjacent. Yeah, yeah. And she used to go out with some weird fucking guy, dude. He's dead. Who was the guy? He's dead. Yeah, but who was the guy? The fat, <laughs> the fat guy? Yeah, I Norman, right? Was I, it Norman? I forget his name, but he something happened. He, he Something went wrong in New York. I don't know what. Yeah. And my, my mom loved her. My mom felt so bad for her. I think... She's still around. I mean, I really, yeah. I mentioned oh. her on a podcast, and I got a uh, Facebook oh, message God. from her. That's awesome. Well, what do you? How does that? How does that's that make insane. you feel? I mean, in the sense that you always had a certain detachment from the place because you're always sort of bouncing around. You have that personality, but you've, there's literally fucking hundreds of people where you're like, "What happened to that guy? Yeah. What I happened mean, to Joey Kamen? Yeah, Joey Kamen. I don't know. I know what happened to Joey. He was Kamen. funny. What about Billy Braver? You remember well, him? The guy who painted. No, Billy Braver. He was the guy that used to walk around with the lunch pail. I don't know. I don't know what happened. All Dude, who these was, oh, Greg guys. Hilbers was the guy that yeah. painted. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Those I know. Those are just guys that I remember. I saw Gaynor recently. He seems alive and well. Oh, that's good. Uh, what about Walters? Mitchell, Mitchell Walter, I don't know where he is. He's the best. You love Mitchell. Loved Mitchell, dude. I have a great Mitchell Walters story. What? We were playing. Um, it, was my first, it was my first time working with Sam at the Dunes in Vegas. And it was like the outlaws or blah, 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 whatever. I was like, you know. So this is when he like sued, uh, I guess it was like Universal or. or oh, after I, the, 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 the took movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was right after I left, I think. And uh, and Mitchell, Mitchell, <laughs> Mitchell was, uh, you know, he would, he, he came up to me. He would come up to me and I'd be like, dude, I'd be, I was like young. I was like 19. I'm like, dude, are we going to get fucked up after the show? He goes, yeah, me and you, kid. Me and you, we're going to get fucked up. Da, 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 da. But you didn't and, do much. What did you do? No, Drink? Just party, part, do a little pot. coke or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, back in the day. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, um, so then we, we did the show. And then some, sometime in between the show, he went out and gambled. Yeah. And then he lost all this fucking money. Yeah. And then I said, dude, let's, after the show, let's go party. He goes, get the fuck away from me, golden child. <laughs> you know, go see your fucking mom. I don't have time for you. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It was so funny, dude. He was so, because he was all, you know what I mean? He was such a gambler. The story I heard about him, and I don't know if you know if it's true or not, is that you know when the shit hit the fan and right. they were cracking down on the drug dealers at the comedy store, oh, that yeah. they thought that Mitchell was like the kingpin because oh, right. they had pictures of him with every drug dealer. Oh, God. <laughs> because he was buying drugs. He know. was so into it. I, I I didn't really know him, and the the only time I he met was, him, he was uh, yeah, yeah. not not nice to no, me at all. No, <laughs> <laughs> like he hurt my feelings immediately. Right. <laughs> yeah, know. because he was probably coked out or he just lost money. Yeah, <laughs> but if he wasn't, he if he won money or whatever, he was the best. I remember Alan Stevens was a complete douchebag to me for no reason at right. all. Right, and what like, about because I had given like I used to drive the fucking jeep for your mom, mm. and I have to drive those guys to the airport, right? Right. right and right. one time I had I went and picked uh, Alan up at the airport, and I took him home, and I was with you. And oh, we no. did some blow or whatever, and then uh, and then like I saw him a couple nights later. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? He's like, what? You drove me from the airport. We're fucking friends. Oh, I'm like, that's awesome. All right, yeah, okay, buddy, that's awesome. <laughs> there were some pretty mean dudes around. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. You, what uh, about Mooney? I mean, Mooney was there when you were like ten, five. Yeah, Mooney. Mooney's another late bloomer. 
You know no, but I mean? I mean, late bloomer or what? But he was there. Like, I went to the fucking comedy store when I was still in college just yeah. at night. I remember walking in there at midnight. He was doing that last spot for yeah. like 20 fucking years. Well, that's years. my point is he was a late, he's a late bloomer. A lot of people in the last five, 10 years have heard about Paul Mooney. Because of Chappelle. Yeah, of course, right, because right. of Chappelle. But before that, he'd been in the game, like you just said, for years. And all those dudes used to no. pull. Sam used to go in, and they all sit there and watch him. Yeah. The room would be yeah. empty by the time he'd go on. There'd be like nine yeah. people in there, yeah, yeah. and Kennison would always sit in the back and watch him. Yeah. No, Mooney's awesome. You remember yeah. Binder? Of course. Mike Binder? See, I, yeah. I, what's his history? Because He's, I always thought he yeah, was so funny. Yeah, he was He was great. He had like a great, like all these guys had like a really good like 15. Right. You know what I mean, Binder had like a great 15. But wasn't he like 18? Or yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He started off when he was really young. He used to take he used to take care of me a lot. I mean, a lot of I mean, that's pretty much what these guys did. My mom, my parents got divorced when my mom was around forty, and my dad took off, and my mom was just with the comedians, and I was pretty much left alone at the store. And Mike Binder was definitely one of those people that would take me to skate parks. Oh, really? I remember. I remember even going with Mike Binder to go pick out one of his brand new first his first cars it was like a silver toyota uh-huh. like a brand it smelled awesome and he would take me to skate parks in it and stuff like that but he was he was a great guy mike, mike. Did, wasn't there some great story about him being out of control and pulling down the sign across the street or something Pro- probably <laughs> uh, and then do you remember ollie joe prater yeah yeah he was he was uh i think the strongest Seriously, the strongest 45 minutes I've ever seen in my life. Really? Just straight, honest, just in La Jolla, just boom. Like every joke set up, joke set, just like none. But he did the same thing, but it was funny. And what- he did this one joke. I remember he did this one joke. He goes, he goes, I dropped acid once and I went up in the side of my girl's waterbed. I say, God damn, baby, you got a nice ass, but let me out of here. <laughs> you remember that? No. No? When I got like, there, damn. he was already kind of sick and he was living yeah. in that shack at the top of the parking lot and he had, uh, he yeah. was walking with a cane. Yeah. Didn't he have gout or something? Yeah. And your mom put him up in that shack up there? Yeah. He He's another guy that would fucking just do lots of blow and lots of- And he was drink. so heavy too. So heavy. And what about uh, in Dice? You remember Dice when you were a kid? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Was he nice to you? Dice was always cool, you know? Dice was cool, yeah. He's he an interesting cool. guy, right? Yeah. And Robin? Yeah. What about Robin? Robin was interesting. Robin used to, before the Comedy Store um, offices were at the Comedy Store, they at my house. So my mom, one in one of the rooms at the house, so Robin used to come to the house and pick up his check. Right. And his, like, Mark and Mindy, his Mark outfit. Oh, really? Which was, yeah, which was... Um, and your mom, like, over time, like, do you remember all the guys she w- uh, dated? Yeah, of course. Steve Landisberg? Steve Landsberg, Danny, Danny Argus. Stone, Argus. Um, who else was it? I think James Lee Reeves used to sleep at the house. Uh-huh. Um, who else was there? <laughs> did we, did we have some stories of, like, people sleeping at the house? But then, again, who's who's... Mom out there didn't sleep with a lot of guys when they got divorced. No, no, I'm not you know? judging her. I no, just no, think it's I'm, interesting. I know. It's just funny. It's just like, yeah. But Landsberg, he was a funny was. guy. I never saw him do stand-up. He was great. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, he on stage, he was great. He was kind of a fucker to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was a fucker to me. He used to, Um, I remember he used to, we used to go to this place in Hollywood. I think it was called Two Guys from Italy. Yeah. It was an Italian restaurant yeah. back in the day. and. He, he always used to, I think it was me, my mom, and, and Steve, and he, we used to drive to uh, drive to the restaurant, and then like if I was whining or something, instead of like telling me to shut up, he'd literally tell me to get out of the car. Yeah. And he would drop me off in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard and just take off. <laughs> 
and then he <laughs> like leave me for like a half hour dude i'm like crying <laughs> and shit. I'm, dude i'm like fucking i don't know eight nine ten <laughs> so he's a funny guy huh? and then he and sorry and then he would drive around and like they would like stare at me and my mom was in the fucking car during this whole time and they would stare at me and then like finally like that when they thought the time was right, they'd pick me up again, and they he'd be like, "Are you gonna shut up now?" <laughs> pretty much, you know. That was pretty. And all this time, you were still hanging out with your dad occasionally. Yeah, once in a while. Now, where are the other siblings? Where's Sandy and and Peter and Scott? Well, Scott and Sandy. Um, I think Scott moved down to San Diego when he was like eighteen or nineteen or twenty or twenty-one, like that. Yeah. And then Sandy... I met Sandy. Sandy was... See, th the thing that's sad to me about Sandy is she's so talented. My sister, she's yeah. so talented. But she was never able to, like, figure out her own little, you know, niche for some... I mean, she's, she's teaching stand-up in, in San Diego, but I just think she's... She could do. She could do so much more than that because she's just... She's like an artist. She's crazy. She used to go out with this guy named... Um, she dated a lot of wild guys. She dated Dice for a while, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about more crazy. Recently? Oh, no, yeah. not recently. Back in the, even yeah. way before Dice. She used to go out, out with this guy. Um, Bill Osco was one guy who used to own this place called like, fuck it. He was, I mean, if you, I'm sure if you Google the guy, it's like just drug, bus, <laughs> jail, that yeah. type of shit. And then she went out with this other guy, Filthy McNasty. <laughs> You know the Viper Room? Yeah. Well, it used to be called Filthy McNasty's a yeah. long time ago. And Filthy McNasty is kind of like this character. Like he had his own, like he had a carpet-covered hearse with yeah. his car with flames on it. Right. <laughs> and he'd have like his head on top of the car, like an ice cream truck head. Yeah. And he would literally, I swear to God, he would pick up my sister and he'd have a horn. You know, like a guy's picking up the sister to take out a date. And he had he had hit the horn, and the horn would be like da 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 da, -da. and then I'd look out the window, and I'd be like, "Sandy, filthy's here," <laughs> and like literally, she would come, she'd have like a long coat, she'd go out on dates with this guy, oh, filthy man. nasty. Didn't she get it? I remember meeting her once, and she was into the Buddhism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She the, was into that for a while. The numb. She hope. married. Yeah, she married a um a guy. Um, I didn't go to the wedding, but she married like a you know one of those type of guys. Do you get along with them? I mean, yeah. I mean, I love them. You know what I mean. I yeah. love, I love my brothers, and I love my sisters more than anything. But you know, like I think any siblings, like there's a lot of kind of you know. I just well, had, what, what the hell just happened with the uh, the the legal thing with the store? Yeah, it's what's that about? Well, I, first of all, I can't really get into it. Right. You know, and I kind of told you this. I don't know if I told you this, but I just can't really get into it so much, just because of the whole right lawyer thing right. and all that stuff. But that's pretty much it. I can. What's at stake? The future of the store? Pretty much, I think the future of the store. And what do you want to happen with the store? Well, I want it to go on to for another forty years. I think it has to. I think that. I think that you know you can't knock down the building. You know what I mean? The building itself is its, its own. It's its own thing. Is you know it established as a historical landmark? I hope so. We don't know. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I okay. hope so. I just think that. The comedy store, I mean, even even if the comedy store at the end of the day, even if the comedy store's numbers are up and down and they're not that good or they are, there's still an energy there and there's still people there, you know, comics there that, that just want to go and learn. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's I its think own like place. It's, it's, it's own, like, it, and it's, yeah. It, it, it actually frightens away the right people. 
Like it seems right. to have its own. Like you, you know, there it, are people that yeah, are like, like I don't go up there. But right. the comics, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely you know, like, who the it hell definitely goes? brings out. You know, it brings out darkness. Like, yeah, it, it but it also brings out like your stress or your non-stress or if you're angst. You know, it brings that out more if you're happy. Well, it that's what out that that's more. what's amazing about it is yeah. that like you have the complete spectrum. It's like there were more goofy fucking acts at the store when I was there than I could even imagine. But yet on the other side of the spectrum, there were some angry fucking dark people. There was yeah. there was not much middle. The mm-hmm. middle guys always seem to just float in and out. Mm-hmm. But the people that were married to the place were the people you know carrying their axe on their back, mm-hmm. or the fucking people that were yelling and screaming and angry and tapping into the dark. What do you think it is about that place? I mean, do you think it's haunted? What do you think has where did that energy come from? I think it's from even from Ciro's. From you know, the, it was originally a, yeah. a nightclub. Yeah, I think it just it has that kind of. It's like the. It's like an. To me, it's like an old mitt. Yeah, you know, it's like the whiskey or the Roxy. It's kind of got that old, you know, or the Magic Castle, where it's just got that old kind of. But your mom energy. embraced that. I mean, yeah. it's not like she redecorated the place. I no. mean, it's been black and red yeah. forever. Yeah. And he, I mean, all she did was what you guys. You updated the the signs in the in the OR. I remember when the when you knew you were supposed to get off when Eddie Cantor lit up, right? Right. right, right, right Wasn't right. Eddie Cantor in the corner? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. There's been so many. <laughs> so, well, what was the trajectory of your career then? So you started doing the comedy when you were 17 or 18, and then you got your composite headshot, and then how did it happen for you? And then and then it was it was pretty much um, MTV saw me in the OR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they brought me to spring break mm-hmm. and that didn't go so well. What do you mean? It just didn't go well. It was, uh, it was me and Christian Slater down there. Corey Feldman was like the man on top. Mm-hmm. He was like the guy that was getting, you Did know. Did you know all those guys? Cause I remember that one friend of yours, whatever happened to that guy, Josh Miller? Was that his name? The dude who was in, uh, River's Edge? Oh, no. Jo- jo- uh, oh, uh, Josh Richmond. Josh Richmond. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's he was great. a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he used yeah. to hang out with his cane. Yeah, yeah. And, and Martha Plimpton used to hang out, and Donovan Leach used to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you were in sort of like a crew there, right? Yeah, those were- those. That's... Mark Bruiser. Yeah, Mark Bruiser. What happened to that guy? He's He still lives up on the hill. But were you locked in with those guys, like Slater and them? Like, was there a- Like, because I don't know what it's like to be a Hollywood kid. I mean, you were sort of like, you know, running around doing yeah, that. Yeah, it was- uh, My first audition was for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right. That was my, and it, me and Donovan. Donovan called me up and said, hey, I'm going in for to read this. Would you like to play Bill or Ted or whatever? And my manager got me audition. So me and Donovan, we actually got to the end. And it was me. It was down to me, Donovan- I think Keanu and Alex and Josh Richmond was actually because Josh was acting, and I think one other guy. And then after that, you know, uh, we just all started hanging out, and it was pretty much it. Donovan's an awesome guy. Donovan's like a really cool dude, and like his mom and you know his dad was Donovan, the yeah, singer. I know. Yeah, you know I, what I've I mean? met him a couple of times. Nice guy. Yeah, and uh, and we always used to hang out at at Donovan's mom's house off of Beechwood Canyon. It was just like a really cool like. Like to do, it was like we'd always have fucking tuna fish, and they were playing backgammon, and and it like was just like family? lunch. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like it was almost like like the 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 flower child version of the Manson right, thing. Right, right, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the hippie. Yeah, like you know, no early, tuna fish at Mitzi's house. Um, <laughs> cafilta fish. <laughs> yeah, cafilta fish. No, but it was it was cool because I because because I used to always me and Donovan used to always hang out. We used to go to the Odyssey. Yeah, which was down on uh, La Siena again, Beverly. And at at Donovan's house, it was cool because he his sister is Ioni Sky. 
Remember Ioni? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you remember Ioni? And she used to go out with, um, she went out with Anthony Kiedis for a long time from the Chili Peppers. And then she was out with Adam Horowitz from the Beastie Boys. That's her sister, the actress? Yeah. That's Donovan's sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she and we used in, to uh, fucking the John Cusack movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Say anything. Oh, th- I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we all were, we were all managed by the same lady, Barbara Binstein. Yeah, and um, and we all used to hang out at the house, and it was just like this really cool, like kind of hangout spot. Groovy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really. So what you was know, the fun. first movie? The first movie you I became think was the first... weasel. So you evolved from a surfer guy, you know, when I first saw you, and then you became the weasel. Which was a well, little more broad. Yeah, but the the that didn't happen for a while after. I mean, I did a lot of stuff before MTV, before I hit on MTV. The, the MTV stuff, that's where the whole weasel thing came out. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like wearing my mom's clothes. And you know what I mean? I had my fucking shit when I was looking at Steven Tyler. And the whole pausing shit happened kind of on accident on the camera at MTV. What do you mean? Someone like, said hey, that's good? Hey, no, I did it I was because uh, they were going to... Uh, I think the first video was... Uh, it was Billy Idol's Rock the Cradle of Love. Yeah. And that was like <laughs> my first video. And it was pretty much like, check out this video. It's going to be major. You know, I said yeah. that. And then, and we all watched it back and we all giggled. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I just started pausing between all my words and shit like that. And, and, and that's, when, that's when the... Right? Did, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that was your hook. That was my hook. It just happened. It was almost like, remember that peanut butter commercial with the Reese's? Yeah. Where it just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like anything. Like I didn't know it was. Gonna but happen. was your mom? What did she? Was she ha- when you did comedy? What did she think? Your she com- was like, get the fuck out of here. She was like, get him the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Get, get you know, get him, get him out of here. I literally had to become like famous and known before she allowed me on the stage. I even got kicked out of the house and I got my own apartment and all that. Why? Stuff. There was a lot of turmoil between me and her for a long time. Over you doing comedy? Just my choices. You know, hanging out with Sam, me doing comedy, the whole thing. What did she want you to do? She wanted me to go to college. Uh, well, your brother's yeah. a lawyer, right? Or an accountant or what is he? Uh, did he go to college, Peter? Yeah, Peter went to college. He went to a lot of different colleges. Oh, okay. So he went to college. And your brother, brother's in real estate, right? Scott's in real estate, yeah. And Sandy teaches. Yeah. And she wanted you to go to college and be on the up and up. I guess. I don't know. How the fuck was that? How was that going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe it was just, um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. but when know, she, I, I think she was so stressed and so busy with the work and the store, she just didn't want to fucking deal with her son doing it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about it. She's 41, 42, 40. She's running this fucking business. Yeah. And then I'm fucking walking in her house going, Mom, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's the last thing you want to do is like come home. My whole thing with her was like, yo, just, she, her whole thing was like, just fucking make sure there's food on the table for me when I get home at five. That's all I care about. She'd call me up and she'd be like, make me a steak. And she'd hang up the phone. Yeah. Because she was, stressed and pissed you yeah. know, about yeah. I wouldn't say pissed I think she was just like <coughs> overwhelmed with everything but do you know how terrified we all were of her <coughs> yeah do you realize how terrified all the comics were of her I don't understand that dynamic mm. it was like it was almost like she had this power in that place where you had all these wayward mm. angry comics who didn't have good relationships with their parents right and we just decided that she was the mm-hmm. the, the the mother of the whole situation she, yeah she she was i was she paralyzed was with yeah. fear and pain like you know when i when i had to deliver the, a goddamn chicken salad, yeah. don't get me a t- yeah. chicken salad but i think you knew though that she was coming from a good place though. i don't know she told me i should wear a scarf and that i was a poet and i saw you wearing a scarf i know and, I did, a play, and you looked good <laughs> 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 for a while <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the beginning part. Uh, yeah, yeah, I found a scar. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do? What did she get? Did she tell some guy you should do puppets? She had the, you, the first time she'd see you, she'd always have this weird poetic note. Yeah, well, she had the thing with Jackie Grayman to, to wear a yellow suit. Oh right, but Jackie Banana, she called him. <laughs> you know, Jackie Banana. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's at the store at the yellow suit. Uh, okay, is this good? <laughs> <laughs> he was funny, though, in a yellow suit. How long did he do that for? For a while, a couple of years. <laughs> but I think she told Roseanne to wear the, the uh, overalls as well, though. I'm sure. She told, yeah, she told Roseanne to wear the overalls, and she wore them on, on the uh, Tonight Show. Right. They're, they're, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was her signature. Who else did she give direction to? Do you know? I mean, Roseanne, I didn't, she was gone by the time I got there, and Jim Carrey was gone, too. Mm. Do you remember those guys hanging yeah, around? Yeah, dude, for sure. Jim was, was pretty terrible, dude. Really? Yeah, he was just an unbelievable impressionist. Like, holy shit. Like, he become saw, the guy. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I remember seeing him on TV. Yeah, because he would be, like in Westwood, he would literally become, you know, transformed. But the stand-up was just always kind of like, not that he wasn't funny on stage but Didn't as a stand-up yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. as a stand-up it wasn't really his thing but he just became huge yeah. god there must be so many you don't even think about it you never got that attached to him they were just people that would come and go I can't even imagine it because when I go to the store I feel so emotionally connected to it and emotionally connected to even people like Goldstein and Danny mm. Stone because when I got there mm. I was so out of my mind mm. and then I got more out of my mind mm. so they all played characters in this fucking thing in my head mm. like and then when I'd start hearing about people things going wrong and stuff Ugh, it's just sad to me but you never got that emotionally attached to anybody well yeah I mean the people that the people that took care of me I guess right. when I was younger when I was right. a kid you know the different I mean I had different um, my mom was always again busy so she always kind of put people there's a guy named remember Chris Jackson you probably don't remember him a black guy Chris Jackson he wrote for Eddie Murphy and stuff no he used to play Winnie the Pooh at Disneyland that uh -huh. was his job. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literally the whole fucking outfit. Right. And he used to take me and my friends to Disneyland. I mean, how awesome is that? Your fucking guardian's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he used to take us to Disneyland and, and I remember me and my friend, we stole, like like I shoplifted when I was a kid, you know, at Disneyland and we got thrown in the Disneyland jail and that they're like, who took you here? And we're like, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so. But when uh, you get, okay, so when you got, when when was the time where, which movie was it where you crossed over into like you were a thing and your your life got large? Was it Encino Man? Yeah, I was Encino Man. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're like a you know million dollar guy. Yeah, and you did like how many movies after you did? Oh, like, Son in Law was big. Yeah, and Biodome was big. Biodome in the Army now was big for me. Yeah, yeah, and that was with Andy Dick. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. He's yeah, <laughs> and, and at then, that time you just became kind of like you were living pretty large, right? I was, you know what, I was, I was, lo I love to work is why I still work. I work for no money. I work for some money. I just love to do it. So I was just loving showing up and memorizing scripts and, and the money, with right? Actors. You were running around. Yeah, I made some money, definitely. And then sure. you had that, do you have that relationship with the, the porn star, right? Yeah, Savannah. Savannah. Yeah, that was, that was a really exciting time for me. What, what, that was a really exciting time for me because, you know, we're, I mean, the whole Playboy thing, I mean, that whole, the girl thing was an exciting time for me. How old you know, were you? With Savannah? I was well, like yeah, 21, started, 22. When, when, because you weren't really dating, you know, porn stars and playmates mm, until you did Beverly. movies. Yeah, not, no, not until I got on MTV. Oh, really? That's well, when yeah, it started? Well, yeah, MTV equals porn stars. MTV equals playmates. And MTV. also, but also I the mean, comedy store for some reason equals porn stars. When did that start happening? Was that Sam who brought that them in? That was Sam, yeah. 
Yeah, when yeah, Ron so. Jeremy started hanging out. Well, it was Billy Idol. It was that, you know, it was Seika. You remember when Sam was all, you know, it was well, just yeah, that whole. Well, yeah, And then what was that other one that used to hang around? The the, the one that Todd used to go out with. Oh, no. God. Oh, so, uh, Ginger Lynn? No. No, no, no. Oh, the one with the big tits. Yeah, there was that one. Yeah. Right, and then there was the blonde one. Mm. Oh, what was her name? God, what hap- What happens? Well, obviously, it got sad with Savannah. That was horrible. Were yeah, you with that... her when she committed suicide? Um. No, I was, um, I, no, but I, you know, I helped pay for her funeral and I helped take care of the family and the whole thing was, was a really, it was tragic. She, she, she actually used to go out a lot before me. It was Greg Allman. He was the one that kind of discovered her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she, you know, I just, I, for me, like I grew up, I grew up, you know, in this environment. I never judge people. I've never been that type of person. It's like, if you're cool, you're cool. I don't care if you're fucking shooting crack or if you're, you know, the, you know, the president of the PTA thing. Like, for right. her, like, I just loved her. Like, as a person, I thought she was really funny. And people were like, she does porn. And, like, I'm like, I don't I don't care. She's really funny. You know, she made me laugh. My mom loved her. Really? Loved her. She was like, my mom's like, you should do stand-up. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wear, wear a yellow jacket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but my, mom, my mom loved her. It's funny. It's funny because most parents, like, you tell your your mom that you're dating a porn star. Most parents would be like, "What? That's fucking disgusting." Or da, da, da. my mom like embraced it. Yeah, your mom yeah. It definitely had uh, you know some version of an open heart because she was sort of a collector of lost souls. I mean, yeah. that's what that place is. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I mean, I imagine that how many do gooder kind of comics are there in the world? I mean, did she? Yeah. <laughs> we're all a little damaged. She seemed to like yeah. broken toys. Well, she um she also never supported you know me falling in love. Hence the reason why I don't have a girlfriend. Hence the reason why I don't I don't um I don't I'm not kids. I don't have any of that. I'm not saying that I might not do it in the future, but but part but part of that part ghost of, is following you around. Right. <laughs> but part of what my mom is 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 uh instilled is that women are fucked up. You know what I mean? Like they fuck with us. She said that to you, or yeah, you- yeah. Yeah, stay away from him. I'm like, Mom, I'm, uh, uh, I have a girlfriend. What for? You don't need a fucking girlfriend. That type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow, isn't that a little, didn't that strike you as odd? Yeah, but in a way, you know, in a way, it's kind of true in a way just because. But she was. For a, for a comic, though, like, we're so selfish. Can I say that? We're, like, into our own thing. So it's like, you know, if you have females and, and all this other stuff and. It just kind of takes away. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, she always said like, you know, don't date the the waitresses at the store. Like, yeah. you know, and that's why she always like her whole thing was like to hire waitresses that weren't attractive. <laughs> you knew that, right? No, you never knew that. No, her whole thing was if you if you remember back. Yeah, God knows was, a comic's not going to fuck an unattractive girl. That'll never happen. But it, <laughs> it, but her her philosophy was like. When the comic comes to the store is to focus on their material and their thing, not to come to the store to try and get pussy from a waitress. But isn't it kind of weird because she's not like, she's no beacon of sanity, your mom. I mean, she... <laughs> well, I'm not saying that what she said was the right thing. <laughs> right. I'm but just you, telling you, I'm just kind of right. like but you think telling it, you the information. But you think it fucked with your head? Yeah, definitely. And you can't, you haven't found anybody you're in love with? No. No? No. <laughs> you, just, you got a girl now? No. So when uh, when Savannah committed suicide, did, was that surprising? I mean, was she depressed? No, she did... told me she was. Really? To, yeah, she told me about. I think she told me like about um, it was probably about two or three months before she did it. Wow. I was at a party with uh, her. Well, was she depressed or she? Yeah, she was herself depressed. Or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, 
she doesn't want to be a porn star anymore. This is like the, the laundry list of stuff. Like she doesn't want to be a porn star. She's, she's known as Savannah. She wants out of the business. She has a stalker after her. She's addicted to drugs. You know, she said she's going to kill herself. I'm like, you know, I'm like, don't. Da, 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 da. I, went, I wasn't dating her at the time. Yeah. I hadn't really seen her in a long time. I was just kind of like I bumped into her at a mutual friend's party. And so I guess she had been thinking about it for a while, you know. I mean, there's so. nothing you can really do when someone's in that mindset. Yeah, I don't know. Why is it so hard for them to get out of porn? Probably because of the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And back then, like, like back then it was like taboo to fuck black guys. Right. You know what I mean? It was just like, you know, it was like, or gang bangs. Like, you got to pay extra. Right. Now, if you go on the internet, like, all chicks are fucking black guys. All You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like getting fucked in the pussy is a weird thing now. Right. You know, back then it was like, it was like just you taboo. And fucked she, in the ass. Yeah, she was just like going into that world doing anything yeah she was going into that kind of world of of yo i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna you know do a gangbang i'm gonna get fucked in the ass this when you were going out with her no no she'd been i had been broken up with her for a couple years at least when you were going out with her was she working yeah and that was cool with you yeah didn't bother you at all a little bit yeah a little bit but it wasn't it wasn't I mean, it wasn't I, a deal breaker. No, it was, it was obviously, it was obviously at one point. I mean, obviously I woke up one day and I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Like, I can't go out the fucking porno stuff. It's disgusting. And that, that was that's like, what happened. Yeah. I just woke up one day. I'm like, I can't do this. Well, do anymore. you think it had something but, to do with that? That like, like you seem a little emotionally insulated. I mean, it's it, in the sense that like, if you're going out with a porn star on some level, there's no risk that you're going to really give your heart to her. Yeah. And and that like there's some party that knows like I I must be really emotionally shut down if I'm gonna, yeah well, is that wrong of me to that, say no that also and um it's okay if you are with other girls it doesn't make you feel as guilty mm-hmm. right you know because I was rocking and rolling as well I was mm-hmm. on the road I was doing my thing and I was hanging out with this girl that girl so it wasn't like and she didn't care no she didn't care and I didn't you know it was just like. It was more of like a friendship. Yeah, in a funny You know what thing. I mean? Like if, if she was just a hot girl that was a porn star that I had sex with, then I wouldn't really care. You know what I mean? But but when her makeup was off and we were in Hawaii together or we were wherever we were, she was just, she was Shannon. She was just right. a funny, she was funny, dude. Yeah. She was Don't, really funny. Do you ever get fucking sad? <laughs> do I? Yeah. Yeah, of course. About what? Um, My mom. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My mom, my family, you know, and-, and you know, my dad's older and that whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? My parents are in their 80s, dude. I mean, yeah. like, how great is that? Like, they're still alive. Like, I have friends. I was driving over here by Forest Lawn, and and I have a couple friends of mine that I grew up with and went to Beverly with. Their parents are all dead, and they're in Forest Lawn. At Beverly Hills High? Yeah, and, 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 uh, and just the fact that they're still alive is an amazing thing. I mean, it's like, but it's... I don't know, you know. I've been I've been attached to my mom and the comedy store my whole life. It's like my umbilical cord, you know what I mean? And like, but that's why I love the t- I love touring so much. I love getting out to these towns, you know what I mean? Because I could be around just normal people. Is there a threat that the store is going to close? I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going to happen to it. I really don't. I'm not in charge. Peter's in charge of the whole thing, so I don't know what's going on. I hopefully hopefully it won't happen. But I'm again, I'm 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 as I'm as, as in charge as you are. You know what I mean? I have no. Has that that strained your relationship with him to the end? Yeah, of course. You know, I love Peter. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I love him. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I love. He's got beautiful kids and his wife, and 
But he, it's just, you know. He's not even live here, right? No, he lives in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, so. But she, she made him in charge. So and Do you know why she did that? I have no idea. Hmm. I have no idea. Can't really ask her? No, I can't really <laughs> ask her. No, she made him in charge for whatever reason. So Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, now in terms of like your career now, you're, 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 I know you're doing some stand-up shows on, on Showtime and like you're, you're out there. What are the expectations of the crowd? How are the ticket sales? Um, I think you do all right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I just, it depends for me. It's like, like, I think that me and you, our audiences are, are different. You know what I mean? I think my audience is like, I don't the stutter re- the same way. I have my own timing, but it, yeah, it's sort of like a lot of people are like, I thought you did that. No, uh, 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 no, I'm just talking about like I think you would go to San Francisco. No, no, and probably I sell yeah. sell sell tickets. I would go there and I wouldn't sell any tickets. <laughs> but then I would go to like Sacramento, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I would go to like these tertiary markets, these third tier tier market, and just sell out. But everywhere. do you do you find that you're? Do they look at you as a nostalgia act? I mean, the sense that like they have these expectations because they grew up with you, and they're like, that's I think a that's weasel. the be- yeah. I think that's the first part, but right. I think after that. I think I think if it was out there that I was a bad stand-up, I wouldn't be still selling tickets here at 20 years, 25 years later. Right. I think there's a um, – I have almost like I'm a politician. Like I'm on the road all the time. I'm doing all the radios. I'm doing all the TVs. I'm hitting every market. And they're all my friends, all the radio people, every, right. all the club owners. I know them all by names. I make my own deals. I don't deal with agents really. Yeah. You know. Um, you just do door deals? Mostly door deals, um, sometimes guarantees. But I like door deals because because it's all on you. Right. And I don't like to fuck over, you know, club owners and I don't you know what I mean? So if I sell tickets, I want to make the money. Right. If I don't sell tickets, then you know. So um but no, I like um uh, some so so yeah, so so a lot of the smaller markets are like Toledo. Right. You know, those are those are those are like some of my really great markets. Really? Yeah, I love it. And people do they uh do do you what do you give them? I mean, do you give them like some of the older kind of attitude? Do you still yeah, do that? Yeah, a little the, bit. Yeah. You do the, I have fun with it. Do yeah. you do the stuttering thing still? I have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. I give it to them just like little like little snippets. Right, right. You know, where I feel like Almost I was like I, time traveling. If I'm on if I'm on stage and I feel that that that's what if I feel as a comic that's what they want to hear then yeah. I throw that at them just enough and then I move on you know it's kind of like a surfer you kind of like gotta sure you know go around and feel you know and you you're, you're uh, nice to your fans you take pictures you do yeah. signing things you're, you're not show. a dick yeah no after every show I've always for years that's what I do you know yeah who do you take out with you when you go um I've been with Sandy for a while Sandy Danto uh-huh you met Sandy I don't know if I know yeah him. really really funny kid. He looks like a little version of um, Ron Jeremy or like Jim Belushi or oh, really? Andy Kaufman. Funny really, guy. really funny. Yeah, really, really funny. Did, did Andy Kaufman ever do the store? Uh, I think he did. I never saw you him. Never I don't think. I don't think I ever saw him. In, a, in all your time, like in your memory, like what has been the most heinous thing you've seen <laughs> at the mm. store? I mean, what what angers you? Like, because I know when I was there, you were pissed off at all the drugs that were going on, and you were concerned about Sam and. You know, you knew that there was a bad element there. And I know that when the shit really hit the fan and Sam started to hit the skids, that, mm. you know, there was another element that came in. There was like a, almost a gangbanging element for a while, wasn't there? Or am yeah, I making I, that up? No, no, no. Um, I think at the end of the day, the comedy store is my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when there's glasses lying around or there's kind of like people feel, I feel like they're disrespecting my house, like, yeah. I, I get a little angry. You know what I mean? But you never got angry at specific comics for specific reasons. 
I had a thing with dice for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of Sam. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, like, I guess he thought that I chose Sam's side. Uh-huh. And then I asked him a while ago, I'm like, and this is years ago, I said, why, you know what I mean? Because, no, here's what happened, because I did the movie Polly Shore is Dead. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I asked Dice to be in it, and he said he wouldn't be in it because Sam was in it. And I'm like, Sam's not in it, the, a lookalike is in it, and it's like, and Craig Gass is doing the voice. Right. It's not really Sam, and he's, oh, he's still in it. Really? So, yeah, so that was like his beef with me, I was like- what was I can't remember their beef. There, there was some sort of challenge. I, I mean, I talked to Dyson here, and, and he was pretty great. And uh, but I remember that they were there was some weird competition because they both sort of broke within a year of each other. I, I remember think it was the whole ego, like who's who sells more tickets. Right, right, right. I think it was that, even though they were so different. You know? And what was your issue with uh, you know when you did that movie about? Uh, wasn't there some issue between you and, and Sasha Baron Cohen? What was that mm. about? That was. Um, well, he did. I guess he did. Uh, he did. Uh, uh, was it Bruno or yeah, some shit? Yeah, yeah. Where he had one scene where he adopts the baby and the baby right, right, comes right. out of the baggage claim. Yeah. And I already did the movie, you know, where I adopt a black baby. Right. My whole movie is called Adopted, where I go to Africa to adopt a black baby. Right. And and I just kind of went out. I think I did an interview or something saying that he stole my idea. Right. You know, because I did it first. Right. But then it turned into like some publicity thing, but. I don't really think that he stole it from me, right. like down deep inside. I think that it was more like, it was just like a generic kind of Joke. idea. Yeah, yeah generic yeah, yeah. thing. And I did a whole movie about it, yet he just did. So you didn't pursue it? Uh, no, absolutely not. And what was, was the whole- kind of fucking with him. And what was like the Pauly Shore is, uh, a dead, is dead thing? Was that, was that a publicity campaign, kind of? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, me trying to come up with a really funny idea to answer- my fans of like what happened to me oh really yeah because what happened was is i was doing movies for every every year for a long time yeah and then i stopped doing movies because the box office went down and it was, you couldn't get movies no i couldn't get movies yeah. it was just like it was it was like i had a good run it was right. like oh my god like like i did six in a row and yeah, like yeah i rock and yeah. did the whole thing and then but people the normal people like the mi- people in the oh, midwest yeah, they don't know they're like what they're happened like, to what, what, what? so i did a make-believe story about what I thought, about what I th- what I wanted people to think happened to me. Um, so it's all make believe, but it stemmed from the truth, right? Which you know, like Carrot Top moving into my house and me parking cars at the club and me almost <laughs> running over Mini Me. It's just kind of like a, it was like a mockumentary, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. And what and what what's this show that you got coming up? What's a uh, politics? Yeah, politics is um, I'm I'm I I love politics. Yeah. I mean, maybe people might not know that, but like when I'm at home, like that's all I do is I watch these fucking idiots. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like, I mean, the whole thing's it's like a popularity contest. But so myself and Showtime agreed, like, let's do the next special in right. DC. Right. So I'm shooting it at the 930 Club and it's, it's pretty much going to be comics and then me, you know, with politicians, news anchors. Like I'm talking to Larry King right now to do some stuff, you know, like he's walking. doing stand up. Not stand up, but, but he, I thought he was. Oh, is he? Yeah, maybe, that would be awesome. I hear he's maybe doing stand up. Maybe I can ask him to do some stand up. No, on he it. just did a stand up show somewhere. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was going to do a walk and talk with him. Yeah, well, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah, he's who unbelievable. Else be, who else you want to talk um, to? I talked to uh, Tucker Carlson yesterday. Oh, I know, but but that's what's. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it. The thing is, I want to have enough redneck comics, enough liberal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be like right on the fence. Right. 
and um, because I think that'll create that kind of. What the fuck did you talk to Tucker Carlson about? About him being on the special. Okay. About doing like a, a walk and talk with me, or and he's going to do on, it. He's getting back to me on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got to talk to his people at Fox. Got to ask his bow tie. Yeah, his bo- his bow tie. <laughs> you do any political shit? Yeah, of course. <laughs> what, what, what do you? I got? have a rap. <laughs> If you ha- if you have a beat if you have a beat I can lay down my new rap. I don't have a beat. Oh, well, then I can't lay it down. <laughs> you can't just riff it. I could I could I could riff it. Yeah. Okay. It's called. Well, it's not coming from me. It's okay. like this is this is it's a character. This is, no, this is Barack Obama rapping. Uh oh. No, okay, I won't do it. Go, no, go ahead. This is because uh, because what's going to happen is what's going to happen is is uh, 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 Mitt Romney is going to come after Barack about the economy right but a barack is going to come is barack is going to come after uh or or barack is going to tell tell mitt that he's going to come after him because he got obama got osama uh-huh. that's his go-to right so so obama wrote a rap uh-huh. that he's going to sing to mitt romney at the uh, debates did you get barack to agree to this yeah well no he's here tonight he's here <laughs> right now he's in the other room do you want him to come out and do yeah, it i would love that okay yo what's up motherfuckers this is barack hussein obama you got to give me some type of beat, motherfucker. I don't know. Can you I do got. something? <laughs> do something, motherfucker. Come on. I, I, I don't know. Anything. Here we go. I don't know what's the beat. Obama got Osama. Yes, I did. Obama got Osama because you couldn't kid. Obama got Osama. You know it's true. Obama got Osama. Bush, fuck you. What do you think? Oh, that's good, man. You going to open with that? No, I'm not going to open with it. You going to close with it? No, don't worry about it. It's gonna be a fucking home run. It's all work. I'm working the whole thing out. <laughs> Did you save some money? <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Oh shit! No, no, no. What, it's okay. What, what are you talking about? I'm just curious. Yeah, I saved some money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I uh, in in the in the whole life that you've had, who are the like outside of Sam? And outside of Lenny Schultz, who are the guys that really, you know, you'll never forget? Um, I have to say, um, like, I come, I mean, a lot of people know me from music. I mean, I was very inspired when I was on MTV. Yeah. You know, and, and I've always loved music. I mean, when I was a kid, my brother Scott used to own the Roxy in Pacific Beach. Did he? Yeah, in Pacific Beach. Right, I don't know that. So much. my first, it's not there anymore. It's like a fucking post office now. My first concert as a kid was Iggy Pop. Oh my god! You know, seventy nine. Wow. You know, so I've been, I've been just, you know, cheap trick, and so I was. Uh, the, to answer your question, mostly inspired by, um, by musicians. Some I comics. Iggy. I love Iggy Pop. Yeah. Some. Yeah. And you were, you were backstage like seventy nine, so you're like what fifteen, or something, or Probably, whatever. I don't know. And you and was your brother's club, so you could just go in. Yeah, and Sister Sledge played there. Wow, that was pretty cool. So the Clash, I saw the Clash a lot. I was very inspired by Joe Strummer. Uh-huh. I saw the English beat open for the Clash in '81 at the Palladium. Wow, that was pretty sick. Um, I was obsessed with X, the band X, the punk band and X. They were you from know? here, yeah. Yeah, Billy Zoom. He used to. Um, you know, you, you obviously know what a mod is. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of people that don't know what sure. a mod is. The mod, uh, the mod the, when it was when it came back around in yeah. the '70s. The, the the sort of well dressed '70s, cat, '80s, yeah, English thing. So Billy Zoom was uh he used to make these these uh um these kind of windshields mm-hmm. for your, for the scooters. Yeah. And they were called like Zoom shields or whatever they were. Yeah. And I used to help him make them. 
He used to live off of Sunset and Sarah Bonita, uh-huh. and I was like his little helper. Oh, really? So I was obsessed with Billy Zoom. I was like, you know, kind of like Michael Jordan, yeah. you know, with the kid on the Coca-Cola commercial. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like obsessed. I would m- help him make his like shields. Really? I was so into it. Yeah. Were you all modded out? Yeah. How yeah. old were you then? Do you remember? I was like probably a freshman in school, so I was like 14, 15. And uh, all right, so that's fucking cool. But so, that's but awesome. But seeing the comics, like, obviously, you know, Sam had a big influence on everybody. And you know, and, and Lenny Schultz was your childhood hero. But you know, you, you who were some of the other ones? Well, you know, Richard, Eddie sure. Murphy. I loved Eddie Murphy. I mean, I thought Eddie Murphy was really funny. I mean, and he came to the store a lot for a while, didn't he? Yeah, it was interesting because I remember, I remember uh, Richard when when Eddie Murphy was there. Richard Pryor would 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 maybe not go on, right? Or tell Eddie to, or tell his people to tell Eddie's people to leave. Because he thought that Eddie Murphy was stealing his material. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That was pretty heavy. That is heavy. Yeah, it was for real, for real. Because 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 Eddie was su- Eddie was such a big star, like bigger than anyone I think ever, when it ever, yeah. like bigger. And even though Eddie Murphy worshipped Richard Pryor, yeah, Richard Pryor still didn't want Eddie around. You know what I mean? Yep. And but then they did that movie, right? You know where they played like. You know, fifties gangsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what was that? Something Knights or something? I yeah, Harlem Knights or something. Oh, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's fucking wild, man. Iggy Pop, though. He was wild. <laughs> He's fucking. He was wild. so wild. Yeah. He was awesome. All right, so I think we're good. You feel good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Thanks, thanks for having me. Absolutely, Paulie. Good talk. Wait, wait, wait. I got to do a weasel, bro. I do it, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's people want to see that shit, dude. It's nostalgia, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, bro, it's the weasel that you ooh. ah ah. Buddy, cause I'm in a custom the major montage. See? That's like going in the time machine. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> All right, bye. Hot tub weasel yeah. machine, bro. Zizi. Yeah. All right, that's our show. That's Polly. I got as much Polly as I could get. I got as deep as I can get. And his show, that Polly Tick show, I believe is uh, airing on Showtime, if you want to check that out. What else have I got? Aside from a nicotine lozenge in my mouth at this point, how about uh, Philadelphia Helium Comedy Club, December 6th through 8th. I'm coming back to Denix to eat a roast pork provolone broccoli Rob sandwich just lightly dressed with some olive and oil. Denix, I think, is the name of the one I'm looking for. Also, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTF pod needs. Get on the mailing list. I'll mail you something. I'll email you a thingy every Sunday. No, every Monday. Sorry. Sorry. Kick in a few shekels, buy some merchandise. I'm working on the uh, Boomy Lives t-shirt in honor of Boomer. Because Boomy does live. Boomy lives. Check out the uh, app if you'd like. See who's been on the show before you start pestering me to have somebody you want on the show on the show. Spread a little love, folks. I worked with Gina Gershon this week. She's on an episode of my show. That was lovely. Why am I telling you this at the end of the show? You know, you think I'd put that at the beginning of the show. I know you guys are wondering what I've been doing. You want more details. I know. I know you do. I feel you. <laughs>